0: I like indefinite articles, okay?
1: (laughs) I can guarantee you we are the only podcast that that sentence will be said in the process of
2: bracketing.
1: (laughs) Guarantee it. It's time for the Brew and Shavers Sports Podcast. Coming at you every week to talk all the things that make us love sports. The games,
0: the rivalries, and of course, the personalities. We are stoked that you are listening. Uh, We believe that you're more than listeners. uh, To quote Brian Kelly, you're family. And we're glad (laughs) that you're listening to us. Absolutely. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a special edition of the Brew and Shavers Sports Podcast. It's March Madness, and we're going to be talking about a lot of basketball tonight. We're going to be going through the first two rounds of our brackets with a very special guest that we'll introduce in just a few moments. I'm joined by my always reliable, Research guy, guy. <laughs> Darren, I was I was scrolling through adjectives and adverbs. I was like, "What is appropriate for Darren?" I mean, h- how do you how do you encapsulate your greatness with just a, a couple of words? And, and I'll be honest with you,
1: what that long pause said to me was everything you thought of as an adjective when you thought my name you couldn't
0: say on this podcast. That's that's what I th- heard when you. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey! Give me a break. I woke up this morning in my flip flops. I walk outside. It's thirty six degrees. There's snow flurries. Cut me some slack, all right? Wait, now, now you
1: have to at least mention that you, you're not in Northwest Louisiana if you're having that kind of weather. No, I'll give you a couple
0: hints. Country roads and almost heaven is what they say up here. Oh, so you're burning couches, or at least close, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying all day to get an interview with Bob Huggins. It hasn't worked. All right, I'm like I'm like, come <laughs> on, man. I am here. I'm, I made the trip. <laughs> well, we've got some news and notes to talk about uh, today, and and the first one is a big hire out of uh, Old Miss and Chris Beard, who two months ago was fired at Texas. A very ugly situation. Yep. Yep. Uh, Ole Miss has uh, signed him. They're very excited about this. They say they've done their due diligence and looking at his background. Darren, what are you hearing about this?
1: I I think it it became when the initial case, you know, his fiance, I believe it was, came out and said it was a misunderstood situation. Uh, You know, things got out of hand, even with the cops or, you you know, whatever her statement was. And then the charges were dropped. And I really honestly think when the charges were dropped, most people within college basketball felt like, Okay, it's not a matter of if but when. Somebody is going to snag him up. From everything you know, and you, you've got to believe that schools have the ability to do extreme due diligence. From everything you know, this is, seems to be a kind of a one-off. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of smoke there that would make you think that there's a just a ton of fire as ugly as the incident was. I don't want to gloss over that at all <laughs> when you have someone saying he, you know, he choked me. That's an ugly incident, but it, it seems to be a matter of once the charges were dropped, people wanted to dig in, get into the background as much as they could, and and Ole Miss was willing to, to pull the trigger. So, you know, he's he's got an incredible coaching record. So maybe this is his second chance that he will just jump right in with both feet and and not make Ole Miss regret it and, and continue to coach basketball the way he has in the past.
0: I wonder, Darren, if, if Ole Miss is going to put anything in the language of the contract that's going to keep him on a very tight leash. What's,
1: what's the – if you can be fired with cause, I would assume the things that fit in with cause, it's probably, what, 18 to 20 pages. It's so t- detailed. I, I, I'm sure it is a very, very tight rope that if there is the hint of anything, then I think you would have to do that as an institution. You would have to do that to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that has to be there.
0: Yeah, yeah. It will be interesting to watch unfold yes. in Oxford. Definitely, uh, Definitely. Uh, some more hires today. Uh, Damon Stoudemeyer, very familiar name from the college ranks, uh, the pref- professional ranks as well. Uh, and he's mm-hmm. he's actually been in the coaching profession for ten years. I had no idea, but no. was named today the head coach at Georgia Tech. Uh, I think they gave him a five year contract. So Georgia Tech still trying to find their guy, and, and we were very happy to announce news out of Lawrence, Kansas. Uh, mm-hmm. Bill Self, who missed the Big 12 tournament due to a medical uh, procedure that we've now found out was uh, the placement of two stints, uh, is doing well. And so well, he will return to coach Kansas in the tournament. Now, I know we're not Kansas fans, but we're very happy that the situation was taken care of and, and that he's going to be able to return to the sideline. Absolutely. And you can't be anything but happy. It's 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 good news for Kansas. Hopefully they yep. won't have to play Texas at any point in the tournament because that hasn't <laughs> gone well lately. That's uh, not been them. the best. But anyway, uh, now there's one more basketball item that we're going to talk about, but I want to hold it off to the very last of our news and notes because I want to bring in our special guest mm-hmm. to, to get his uh, opinion on it as well. But before we get there, uh, we want to update quickly the XFL. If you're still watching football, um It's been a fun league so far. Uh, Yes, DC and Houston are the only undefeated teams playing really good ball, Darren.
1: Yeah, and and they seem to be doing exactly what we talked about. These two teams already seem to be kind of separating
0: themselves as as who you're going to be looking for in that championship game. So before we get to our last item and move on to um, our brackets, I I do want to let everybody know that we are making history this week at the Brew and Shaver Sports (laughs) Podcast because we're not going to have a This Week in Sports History segment. So we'll we'll resume that hopefully next week, Darren.
1: We will, and it is making history because I believe this is the first time in 55 weeks we will have not had a This Week in Sports History. So there you go. A streak comes
0: to an end. You are the research guru. <laughs> <laughs> There's the word. <laughs> guru. <laughs> guru, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> well, our last item on News & Notes, the situation at Syracuse with Jim Boeheim. Here you have a guy that coached 47 years. He played for Syracuse. He was at Syracuse for a total of around 60 years oh, and wow. very odd situation. All of a sudden mm-hmm. he's not going to be the coach anymore. Mm-hmm. And Darren, <laughs> I want to get your feedback. And I also want to bring in our special guest, the Villanova guy, Rusty Beckham. Welcome back, Rusty. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. And the reason I want to bring Rusty into this is because for years, Syracuse was a member of the Big East. Mhm. Uh, Back in what we could argue the heydays when the Big East was the basketball conference in all of basketball. Absolutely. So uh, I'll start with you, Darren. And then uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts, too, Rusty, on um, what do you make of this, the, the Jim Bayheim situation?
1: Uh, I tell you, the first thing that went through my my mind when you kind of saw the timeline unfold is really, honestly, uh, th- this is about as Jim Beheim of a way as as this thing could go down <laughs> for there to be speculation and conversation and and oh wait, this happened and maybe it didn't happen and the school to say
2: oh well, yes, it did. Yeah. What do you think, Rusty? Ever since I can remember, Jim Beheim has been ornery. <laughs> Good word. <laughs> the last two years talking about you know are you going to retire people ask him these questions uh you know what, what do you see as your future he has just been downright rude and, and mean to journalists and this the 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 press conference after they lost and i can't remember who they lost to so bad but the press conference after they lost was like a comedy sketch <laughs> somebody like asked him are you you know what's your future well you know it's I'll decide what I'm going to do. Well, so are you going to retire? Well, I'm not sure. Well, it actually is the school's decision. Well, it it was it was just ridiculous. Yep. Uh, It was it was a five minute conversation, where he caught himself at every turn. You know, he he is a coaching legend. I'm not taking anything away from his accomplishments. Like just just wow, for anybody to stay in any job for that length of time is incredible. But at, at that high a level. Um, with with that, uh, just with with the the nature of that job, just
0: kudos to him. It's time for him to go. And all the Pitt fans said, we agree with Rusty. (laughs) (laughs) There was a raucous applause coming out of Pitt, for sure. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Something about his insinuation that Pitt bought their their entire team, even though, Darren, Syracuse has been doing stuff like this for years. Absolutely.
1: Well, you know, as we've talked about with all the NIL stuff, Usually, the people that scream the loudest about how ni how unfair nil is is because they were doing it before nil came along, and now the playing field's been leveled. That's that's typically the way yeah. that
2: goes down. And it was, wasn't it Wake Forest that beat them? Now that I think about it, and right. Wake Forest was one of the schools that he called out to. Yep, yep. Yeah. I think that's exactly right.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, I think Rusty. It's obvious he he became a lot crankier. Mm-hmm. And was definitely not very nice to journalists, regardless if they were college journalists or, or working in other areas of the media. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was interesting, though, that Coach K from one of Rusty's favorite schools, Duke, <laughs> uh, came out with a statement about the whole situation with Beheim, hoping that it could be handled the right way. Yeah. Uh, they, they could go back and look at it and, and handle it properly.
1: But, and, and, you know, honestly, Coach K was probably due. He was going to be asked about it. Didn't really want to comment <laughs> on it. And so uh, I'll just put out a statement. I hope this settles out peacefully. Now, y'all leave me alone. I don't care what Jim Beheim does.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'm retired.
0: <laughs>
2: <Exactly>. <laughs> and, and, you know, I have some thoughts about the right way to retire. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that Coach K or Jim Beheim either one, fit into that category for me. But uh, (laughs) but there was funny enough, coincidentally, there is one coach that I think did a really good job with his retirement, really handled his retirement well. But we can talk about that later.
1: Oh, 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 my hand's in the air. I can guess. I can guess. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: we will um, I'm sure we'll mention Jay Wright Absolutely. At some point later in the show <laughs> Absolutely. But let's get into our brackets You guys ready to make some picks? Oh yeah, I'm ready I'm kind of intimidated, Darren. We do not have nicknames. You and me and the Villanova guy. No,
1: that's exactly right. We're just we're just those two guys. That's all. That that'll be our nickname.
0: <laughs> yeah, it makes us sound like uh, that. That Rusty is the professional. That's right. Exactly.
1: <laughs> but we feel like I feel like we should have like you know those radio shows we will have and on our guest line you know, brought to you by Subway or whatever. I feel like with you know having a guy that has an official name, we should have that or something. But <laughs> well,
2: well, I really wish, like last week. I don't know how we got tangled up, but but you tangled m- me up with the um, ice pop koozie. Inventor. Oh yeah. <laughs> And so I really wish, I really wish that I could say, you know, brought to you by uh, the ice pop koozie inventor, who is me, but. I, I <laughs> <laughs> I, <catch> that train. <laughs> I, think,
1: I think whoever wins our bracket competition this year, we, we might have to give out ice
0: pop koozies. I think that might be. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have a record number of brackets filled out this year. <laughs> that may be the case. <laughs> well, let's get into some picks tonight. And uh, we're going to start with the first four. Again, up in Dayton, Ohio, starts uh, tonight uh, and tonight and Wednesday night, Tuesday and Wednesday night. Let's start with uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi against uh, Southeast Missouri State. Rusty, who you got? I'm
2: going with uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi. Uh, you know they what what I know about them basically is they were in the tournament last year, if I remember correctly, or they played in last year. Yep. Uh, I'm sticking with them.
1: I'll go ahead and jump in I'll, I'll, and tag team off for Rusty there and say, if I'm not mistaken, last year they beat Southeastern, uh, which is in southern Louisiana. I think I said the city wrong last year. Is that is that Hammond? They're not in Hammond, are they? I can't, mm. Is it Hammond? Okay. So last year they beat Southeastern to get in, and I believe this year they beat Northwestern State, didn't they? Uh, mm, I, I believe so. that's right. So so they've taken out two Louisiana schools and and they had a pretty decent sure. little run last year as far as a play-in team. So I am in agreement. I'm going Texas A&M Corpus Christi.
0: I'll pick them too even though they took out two Louisiana schools. <laughs> we still have better parades and 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 better celebrations here, but I'm going to go with I'm going to join you fellas on this pick. So the next pick, this is typically not a matchup you expect to see in the first four. Mm-mm. We have Mississippi State from the SEC against uh, the Pitt Panthers from the ACC. And, Darren, I'll start with you. Who do who you have in this game? Well,
1: first of all, I have a nickname for this game. This is the – uh, teams that got beat by Vanderbilt yet seem to make the tournament ahead of them game, uh, and I'll just leave that there. To, to just, just leave that be. Just let it sit there. Uh, and I am, uh, I, I'm going to take Mississippi State. I don't, I, I know Pitt has had a decent year, uh, but I think Mississippi State is an aggressive team with some bigs that can do some damage, and, and I think they will against Pitt. I, I think it's a Mississippi State win.
0: Darren, do you want to go ahead and talk about teams that were
1: snubbed in the tournament? Uh, Well,
0: most importantly,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I would just like to say that there was a team that during a 30-day win streak by the University of Kentucky was Kentucky's only (laughs) two losses. And that may just be the Vanderbilt Commodores, who also beat Pitt, who also beat Ole Miss there's there's a long list of teams that they beat, yet somehow or another didn't make it in the tournament. But, you know, who did? I mean, let's let's go with Nevada, you know, that had a losing record in quad one and quad two, but they made it in as an at-large. I feel better, thank you. All right.
0: <laughs> well, I, I feel your pain, Darren, but I, I'll give you two rebuttals. Okay. Two losses to Louisiana schools, I think, doomed to Vanderbilt. Yeah. Grambling State. And losing to LSU That is
1: not a lie. I cannot argue that at all. Both of those would have changed
0: absolutely everything. I really think you're you're spot on. But but I agree with you, Darren. Uh, I think that beating Kentucky back to back was enough to get them in. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, it's as odd as a lot of the other stuff that I think came out of this selection, but it, it just really doesn't make sense to me.
0: So I forgot. Did you make a pick?
1: Uh,
2: yes, Mississippi State.
0: Okay. All right, Rusty. How about you? All right, my money
2: and my daughter go to Mississippi State. <laughs> <laughs> uh, picking the dogs. Nice. We we had a chance to go see them play. We missed it, but uh, but uh, I've watched them on TV a number of times, and they they like you said they're aggressive. Man, mm-hmm. when they're on, absolutely. I feel sorry for the other team because they are they are hard to stack up against.
0: Well, I'm a little conflicted on this one. Uh, currently, I'm about two hours away from the Pitt campus. So not many Pitt fans here in West Virginia, though. <laughs> Something about WVU and Pitt having a rivalry. You know what? I want to support Rusty and his family on <laughs> this one. All right. So I'm going to go with the Bulldogs, as I like to call them, the Pirates of Mississippi. Exactly. WVU. Yep. All right, let's move on to uh, our third game, and that is, um, well, Darren, you mentioned Nevada already, and uh, Arizona State. Rusty, when you look at this, uh, who who you got in this game?
2: You know, I, I want to pick Nevada. Uh, I, I want to pick Nevada, but I I didn't. So <laughs> <laughs> I picked Arizona State. I, uh, hopefully, they will they will pull through and play into this this tournament, this this
0: bigger bracket. All right. And, Darren, what about well, you?
1: I, Arizona State and Nevada, neither one really makes sense to me as as people that are in the play-in game. But uh, Nevada makes less sense, so I hope Arizona State beats them
0: by 50. And so that's what I'm calling.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm calling Arizona State.
0: <laughs> well, y'all remember Arizona State beat Arizona this year on a buzzer. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. So is that providential? I don't Could know. Be. Can it be providential when your mascot is a sun devil? I don't know.
1: <laughs> there's, there's
0: an interesting dichotomy there. but <laughs> This is why we don't talk about theology on the show. <laughs> I'm going to go with Arizona State. Let's move over to uh, Texas Southern verse. I always butcher this name. Fairly Dickinson or Farley Dickinson? How do you guys say it?
1: I think it's fairly. What do you think, Rusty? I say F. Dickinson. Ah, I like <laughs> it. I think that solves the whole thing. <laughs>
2: There you go. And, and I say it with confidence.
0: Well, there goes our, our rating on that. Uh, All right. Do I need to make my
2: pick? Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. it's Texas Southern, even though they are 14 and 20.
0: You know, I'm going to go with uh, Texas Southern as well. Uh, Fairly Dickinson got here not because they earned it, but because Merrimack, who won their tournament, is still in a transition yeah. process from Division II. Exactly. And so they can't go. So I- I'm going with Texas Southern. What about you, if Aaron? If
1: your way into the tournament is the team you lost to didn't qualify because of a rule, I, I think you're already out. So <laughs> I- I'm going Texas Southern. Agree completely. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, let's take our picks up to the, the south region of the tournament. We have Alabama uh, hosting a winner of – which play-in game is that, Darren? Uh,
1: Texas A&M, Corpus Christi, SEMO. Corpus Christi, All
0: right. Are any of us picking Alabama to lose this game? Uh, no. No. <laughs> All right. You know, Al- we'll take- Alabama really – they. what
2: I told an Alabama fan earlier today is Alabama, they aim for the top. Mm-hmm. They gunned their engine and they shot right up there.
1: <laughs> That's accurate.
0: <laughs> I think Ben's throwing things. I don't know what's.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't know what qualifies you to
2: play for any team at Alabama, but I know what doesn't disqualify you from playing for any team at Alabama: be implicated in somebody's murder.
1: <laughs> and so Alabama wins. We all agree.
0: <laughs> all right, let's let's move on to Maryland and West Virginia. <laughs> A lot less drama, I believe, in this game um, We've got one of those 8-9 uh, matchups that are so Hard to call uh, Let's see, uh <laughs> Darren, let's let's put Rusty off for a second. Let's start with you. <laughs> well,
1: i tell you what. With my expensive, extensive knowledge of Maryland, uh, it, you know, it, it not really. I mean, they are a 20-win team. But, but I got to tell you, if I'm looking at 19 wins versus 21 wins, there's not that big of a difference. And then when I consider the fact that West Virginia picked up those 19 wins while playing in the Big 12, to me that's an advantage. So I'm going West Virginia.
2: What about you, Rusty? Uh, I picked Maryland. I like the Maryland flag. I think it's pretty cool. So,
0: (laughs) again, great point.
1: (laughs) What about you, Ben?
0: (laughs) I I, I'm actually a Bob Huggins fan. I think he's a Hall of Fame coach, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know his team may not be up to snuff compared to some of the elite teams. But he he finds a way, and uh, I I think he's going to find a way to to uh, coach his team to victory here. I'm going to go with the Mountaineers. Besides, I'm surrounded by Mountaineer paraphernalia.
1: (laughs) I don't Uh, I don't think you could pick against them at this
0: point. I don't think you have a choice. (laughs) I need a place to stay tonight. Okay, go Mountaineers. Let's move on down to uh, a five twelve game. These are always uh, fun games to watch. Uh, San Diego State and Charleston. Rusty, who you got?
2: You know, I, I don't know a whole lot about either team. Uh, I know, you know, Charleston's not playing in in an elite conference. Mm-hmm. Thirty one wins. Uh, they know how to they know how to close out a game. Uh, I'm you know I'm picking Charleston. I'm going for the 12 in this one. Darren?
1: You know, you made enough of a convincing argument that you made me think about it for a minute. But I think I'm going to stick with uh, – I'm going with the five in this one. I'm going to go with San Diego
0: State. (sighs) Decisions, decisions. I like these these 12 seeds. I'm going to go with Charleston. Do you think
1: coaches get mad? When there's selection Sunday, you need to be happy for your team. You need to be excited. You need to – and then when you see you're a fifth seed, does it just instantly agitate you no matter how good your year is? I think it would me, honestly. It'd be like, seriously, give me a six. Give me an eight. I don't need anything but a five. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Great point. Yep. Let's move on down to our next game, and that's uh, the Virginia Cavaliers uh, facing 13-seeded Furman. Darren, who you got?
1: You know, there's something in me that's kind of tugging and saying Furman might have a shot at this one, but not enough to, to honestly get me to to pull the trigger. So I'm, I'm going to go with Virginia in this one. I, I think the Wahoos have had some some good times and have have looked uh, good at, at times. And, and so I think they're going to kind of roll and at least get through this first round. So I'm going with Virginia.
2: All right. Yeah, <clears throat> you, you took my... Uh... My argument right out from under me. That's the, that's the exact same thing.
0: <laughs> Count me in on Virginia as well, fellas. Let's move on down to a a six eleven uh, game. The six seated uh, uh, Creighton Blue Jays against the eleventh seated uh, NC State Wolfpack. And let's start with you, Rusty, because because Creighton is a member of the Big East, and so you're familiar with this team. And are they going to beat NC State? I, I
2: think they will. Uh, you know the. the the Big East teams, they have all, like, the top, well, really, all the way down to, to really, to Georgetown, have been playing so well uh, during conference play. Uh, they are they're, they're hustling. None of them are, are, like, even DePaul, none of them are just easy checkmark, we're going to go in and win this game. And I'm not just saying that because DePaul beat beat Villanova. (laughs) But that does weigh into it, of course. But, of course, not knowing how they compare, how they stack up to other conferences. uh, But, man, Creighton, uh, the top five Big East teams all look so strong. And and they they all have weaknesses, some of them more than others. But, yeah, I think Creighton's going to come through this first round.
1: And I'm in total agreement. Creighton is my pick as well.
0: Make it three. Uh, yeah, this Creighton team has looked good this year. Mm-hmm. That takes us to a three and 14 game. Uh, third-seeded Baylor versus 14 seated UCSB. Um, is that University of California, Santa Barbara? Yes. Yeah. That sounds like a soap opera. I believe it was, wasn't it? Santa Barbara, wasn't it? I think that was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was. <laughs> it's not a soap opera. They're stories, right? <laughs> that's right. right. <laughs> My stories. That's exactly right. It's also a good baseball team. Just- <laughs> well, uh, Rusty, who you got in this one?
2: I'm picking Baylor. I do not want to pick Baylor. I do not, I'm not a fan of Baylor. I'm picking Baylor to beat UC Santa Barbara. <laughs>
1: I, I, honestly i'm taking baylor just strictly because it's a 314 game but i'm not sold on baylor as a three and i i'm not sold on baylor at manson beyond this this, this next round but hmm. but for this round I, I i think baylor wins this game
0: yeah make it three yeah, I, i'm going with the bears the bears, the oh, bears. wrong bears <laughs> Let's move down to the seventh-seeded Missouri Tigers hosting uh, or going against the 10th-seeded Utah State Aggies. Uh, Darren, who you got in this one?
1: Uh, I I think Missouri is misseeded. I think they deserved higher than a seven, and I think they will show it in this game. I think Missouri beats Utah State.
2: You know, I think uh, that Missouri deserved a higher seed as well. I think they deserved to be a five seed so that they get beat by a 12 seed. Um, (laughs) And that 12 seed would be Utah State. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the zoo you know, they. I know they have fared really well in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think there's – I've seen them play a,
0: a couple of times, and I, I I don't know. They're just something I don't like. So I'm going Utah State. Going for the Aggies. All right. The Missouri team's been up and down this yep. year. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick them in this game. Uh, so put me down for Missouri. And that takes us to the the last first round game in the the South region, and that is the second seeded Arizona Wildcats uh, going up against 15 seeded Princeton. And Darren, who you like in this one?
1: I think you got to go with the two seed <laughs> No matter, you know, it's a very rare exception that you think a 15 might pull it off. Who knows? They might, but I don't think that's Princeton this year. So I think Arizona wins.
2: Totally agree. Princeton beat Yale to win this. This uh entry, but yeah, I, I'm not sure that that's a big, a big enough thing, a big exactly. enough hurdle to, um, to face up against Arizona.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go with the Wildcats now. If Princeton was playing Georgetown, I might go with Princeton. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Let's go down to the East region where Purdue is playing a winner of which playing game. I should have this down, but Darren, I'm,
1: I'm I'm leaning on you, man. Texas Southern and the team we were referred to as FDU.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get it over with, Rusty. Who are you picking? Purdue. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, this Purdue team is good. Uh, they they have the potential to to make it to the Final Four. I, I'm, I'm going to go with the Boilermakers. Uh, moving down, uh, eighth-seeded Memphis against ninth-seeded Florida Atlantic University. Um, Darren, who you got here?
1: I am buying everything this game is selling. I think this is going to be a fun game to watch. Uh, I think Florida Atlantic is a stronger team. Uh, than than a lot of people are going to give them credit for because of the conference they're coming out of. Uh, obviously, Memphis is a strong team. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a very very fun game to watch. And with everything positive I just said about Florida Atlantic, I guess it was a curveball because
2: I'm going with Memphis. I think I think Memphis wins it. So, Rusty? Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going Memphis. Yeah, I, I'm going Memphis. Uh, I think they're. I thought they did. I thought they did reasonably well against Houston yep. in the championship game. Mm-hmm. And so I'm gonna I'm picking them to, to
0: go to round two. Yeah, I'm with you, Rusty. I like this Memphis yep. team. Uh, you know, I know they they're inconsistent, but man, if they get it going, they're a dangerous team. Mm-hmm. So so put me down for Memphis. Mm-hmm. That takes us to fifth uh, seeded Duke against twelfth seeded Oral Roberts. Another twelve five game, uh, Rusty. Who you got in this one?
2: Well, I was very fortunate last last March. To see not only uh, Coach J. Wright's final game, which didn't know it was his final game at that point, uh, but also saw Coach K's final game. Uh, that was I thought that was pretty cool. Yep. Uh, that being said, I'm picking Earl Roberts. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, I, I just don't. Feel, I don't feel a dude going through this one. Yeah. <laughs> what you
1: got, Darren? For no other reason than it's a five twelve, and I've just got a gut. I'm going Oral Roberts. I, I Duke has had a strong last month of the season. Yeah, probably more longer three weeks than month, but I, I still think there are some serious issues uh that can 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 rear up with Duke. And I think Oral Roberts is strong and can expose those issues. I think Oral Roberts uh wins this game and and starts a little mini run, but we'll talk about that later.
0: I'm going to restore sanity to this conversation. (laughs) I'm not a Duke fan either, but uh, I like the job that John Schreier's done in his first year. Um, It's hard to replace a legend. He's done very, very well. And so I'm going to go with, with Duke here. Let's go down to Tennessee against the Louisiana raging Cajuns. Uh, very interesting matchup, a four thirteen 13 matchup. Uh, Rusty, what do you think of this one?
2: I was hoping you were going to let me go second, but uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see win <laughs> this game. Um, I didn't want to, you know, add insult to injury. And not only did Vanderbilt not get, but uh, now I'm picking Tennessee to win.
1: <laughs> I feel it. I feel it turning in my back. I'm just saying. That's all. <laughs> but I'll be honest on this first round game. I think if they'd had a stronger competitor, I think this is Zakai Ziegler injury is a big deal for Tennessee. That guy is mm-hmm. a floor general, uh, and they're going to miss him. But I don't think it's going to be during this game. I think Tennessee mm-hmm. as much. Okay, I'm okay, but I, I think I think Tennessee wins this game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a little concerned about Tennessee losing four out of their last seven. Yes, exactly, uh, they're they're kind of limping into the mm-hmm, tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's going to affect them against Louisiana. Rick Barnes, a great coach. Uh, I think they win this game. Now, this next one, when I saw this unveiled on Selection Sunday, I just took a deep sigh because I thought. Wow, what a first-round matchup. Mm -hmm. Uh, Fifth-seeded Kentucky, no, sixth-seeded Kentucky (laughs) against 11-seeded Providence. (laughs) Uh, Darren, I'll start with you, and then we'll go to uh, the Villanova guy. Uh,
1: (laughs) Well, I I think, honestly, just like you talked about Tennessee and the struggles they've had coming into the tournament, I think you could say the exact opposite against Kentucky. Now, truthfully... That second-round SEC tournament game against Vanderbilt was not a strong Kentucky game. Vanderbilt did not play to the level they had been playing in previous games. I, I think they had a chance to to let that one slip away, but Kentucky also was not playing at the same level. That being said, uh, I th- still think they're very much on a strong run. Like I said, they've only lost two games since February the 11th. I, I think they, they beat this Providence team and, and continue that streak.
2: Rusty? Yeah, Providence, you know, they have been – I think they, to me, they are the weakest Big East team we're going to see in this field. They are so tough sometimes, but then they've got some big holes as well. But I'm picking Providence to go to 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 beat Kentucky. I think they can. I think the level of competition they faced. I think they can. Not that Kentucky hasn't. No shame against teams like you know Vanderbilt or anybody like that, but um, I think Providence is going to pull this one out.
0: This is a tough yep. one to pick. Um, you know, there's a lot of things, like you said, Rusty, to like about this Providence team. Mm-hmm. And Darren, as you mentioned, Kentucky has just been so unpredictable this year. Mm-hmm. So unpredictable. Uh, But at the end of the day, I'm making a a very emotional, personal pick um, because um, all my mom's people are from Kentucky. And her grandfather, my great-grandfather, was a coal miner. So how can I possibly pick against Kentucky, at least in the first round? At least in the first round. There you go. (laughs) Mom, if you're listening, I did it for you. I did it for you, Mom. I love you. Field of 64 loyalty. There you go. (laughs) Let's go down to the third seeded Kansas State. Uh, wild, oh, the Nether Wildcats mm-hmm. against the 14 seeded Montana State, whatever their mascot is. Um, Rusty, who you got in this one. You know, uh, I, I, I haven't watched
2: them play, so I don't know a whole lot about them, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Kansas State here.
1: Kansas State is strong. They've, they've carried themselves well in the Big 12 this year. They've had mm-hmm. some ups and downs, but they really have carried themselves well in the Big 12. And, and, you know, when you look at Montana State, when you look at their starting five, one to five, none of us could say any of their names. So there's not a reason to pick Montana State. So I'm going Kansas State.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All their last names are done. right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Kansas State, K-State. Let's go down to the seventh-seeded Michigan State Spartans against the 10th-seeded USC Trojans. If you like ancient history, this is a game <laughs> for you. Uh, Darren, What? Wh- wh- who you got in this one? I,
1: you know, I, I feel like last year I picked against Tom Izzo, and it bit me, if I remember correctly. So <laughs> I, I hate to start out on that route again but I, I'm just not buying anything that this Michigan State team is selling this year. I think they they are just not what we typically see when we think of a Michigan State team. Now, could they win this game and, and ignite some kind of little mini run? Yeah, It's possible because it's Tom Izzo, but I, I don't see it happening. I, I think this is an upset and USC pulls it all.
2: I don't see Michigan State making it very far either, but I do think they're going to win this game. Uh, I think they've got enough enough gas in the tank for for one more mm-hmm. one more round. So I'm going with the uh, I'm going with the Spartans.
0: I, I'm going to join you in that pick, Rusty. Uh, I, I I'm a big Tom Izzo fan, and uh, it's hard to pick against him in the first round. And Darren, we'll, we'll see we'll see if this comes back to bite you two years in a row. Just so say
1: I don't feel dumb for my pick at all. Now, guys, thanks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, our, our final pick in this region is second-seeded Marquette against uh, 15th seated Vermont. And, Rusty, let's start with you because, uh, an, again, another Big East team here.
2: I'm telling you, Marquette is tough. Watching them play Xavier in the Big East Championship game, I mean, they are just they, – they looked unstoppable. Uh, they've got the second-best freshman in the Big East this year. Uh, I mean, they are just – they are looking really, really strong. Uh, I do not think they're going to have any problem handling Vermont.
1: And when you look at this team – and this is Shaka Smart, right? Yes. When when you look at this team and and you watch what Shaka Shaka Smart, you know, it's not very misfortunate Texas and how that went down. But when you look at his career, he's been known as kind of a defensive guy. And the things Mm -hmm. they do offensively are just – Incredible! Uh, mm-hmm. It's been amazing to see kind of a resurgence of his career and what he's been able to do with this team. I, I think, I think Marquette wins this game. I
0: agree. Yeah, I'm going to join you guys. Uh, I've caught Marquette a few times this year, and you know, as Rusty said, this is a really good basketball team. Yes. Well, let's take our picks over to the to the uh, Midwest region. Where the number one seated uh, Houston Cougars uh, are going up against 16th seated Northern Kentucky. Uh, Darren, um, well, first let me. Who is the head
1: coach of the Houston Cougars? Kelvin Sampson. Kelvin Sampson. A <laughs> couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the Houston Cougars. Houston. Houston. Wow, this is going well. <laughs> the who? <laughs> the- <laughs> The Houston Cougars, I know know this team, inside and out. (laughs) So a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the Houston Cougars, and I'll give you three guesses who I said the head coach was. Any guesses? Ralph Sampson, which is incorrect. So I wanted to own up to that, for starters. (laughs) That being said, even though I can't get their coach's name right, they're winning this
2: game. So (laughs) – well, Ben, I, I hope your family is not from northern Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't to, you don't have to stick on that line. I'm
0: <laughs> yeah, Houston. Uh, I, I rode the Houston train last year. Yep. I, I like this Houston team. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're they very physical. They tried to intimidate their opponents. Um, I don't see them having much problem with northern Kentucky. Mm-hmm. That takes us to an intriguing 8-9 matchup. Uh, Iowa from the Big Ten, uh, the eight-seeded Hawkeyes against the ninth-seeded Auburn Tigers from the SEC. Uh, Rusty, what do you think about this game?
2: You know, this, is, this has the um, possibility of being a really good or a really bad game.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, but I'm going for it to be a really good game. Uh, I think I – think, honestly, I think Auburn's got – To do the most to win this game, but I think they're going to do it and I think they're going to come out and make it to the second round.
0: Yeah, it's um, it it is. It's a tough pick. You know, I I can see both sides of it. Um, Bruce Pearl is a motivator. Mm -hmm. I was very disciplined. Who wins out? I'm going to go with Tigers because. Because the Tigers I root for, they didn't make the tournament. So I'm just going <laughs> to, hey, you're, you're mascots Tigers. I'm going to pick you.
1: <laughs> well, if you remember last year, and correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Auburn go out in the first round last year? And I think we were talking about the committee and how they didn't take enough things into account when you look at the three, four weeks leading into the tournament. Auburn has not had a good month. I think the committee is going to learn that Mo. Is not just the bald headed guy in the Three Stooges. That momentum is real, <laughs> and, and Auburn Auburn is going to exit first round again this year. I think oh. I, I think they're just they're headed in the wrong direction. And and Bruce Pearl is a motivator. If anybody can get him on track, he can. But sometimes I think when the train is far enough off the rails, it, it it's hard to get it back on. And I think that's going to be the case with Auburn here. I think Iowa wins this game. Hang on, guys. Uh, Darren, I'm getting a text right now from Bruce Pearl. (laughs) (laughs) He he said he'd be mad, except for he's a big Curly fan, so he doesn't know how to deal with it. That's.
0: (laughs) Rusty, uh, wait! (laughs) I am so confused. Oh my goodness, you guys are killing me here. (laughs) I was going to say, speaking of off the rails, but anyway. We got an intriguing five twelve matchup. Uh, Miami, the fifth seed, against the twelfth seeded Drake. Boy, guys, uh, hmm. Rusty, you want to tackle this one first? Sure. You know, this
2: is really one you got to ask yourself: Do you love the Drake or do you hate the Drake? <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> I'm more, I'm more of a hate the Drake guy. I'm going Miami. Uh, I, you know, I think ACC is not stupendous this year, mm-hmm. but Miami's had a pretty decent season. I think they can I think they can pull out a, a first round win here.
1: Darren, this may be my ACC was counted too heavy by us coming <laughs> through, but I I, I I don't buy it. I think Drake I, I've been impressed with Drake. I haven't been able to see them a ton this season, but what I've watched, I've been impressed with. I think they can take this Miami team. I think this is a five twelve game that goes in the favor of the twelve.
0: I like the Drake <laughs> and I like going to the wall I <laughs> like <laughs> I like indefinite articles. Okay.
1: (laughs) I can guarantee you we are the only podcast that that sentence will be said in the process (laughs) of brackets. (laughs) Guarantee it.
0: Uh, With that being said, I'm going to go with Drake. I, this this team impressed me uh, yeah. this year, and um, I think they. Uh, we'll see how Miami approaches this game, but I think Drake has a great opportunity, and I'm gonna mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go out on a limb and say they're gonna pull off the upset. Let's move down to um, four seated Indiana taking on thirteenth seated Kent State. What do you think, Rusty?
2: Man, that Indiana team has looked so good. When they are playing well, mm-hmm. but there have been some times where they have just not played well. But my goodness, what is that uh, uh, Trace Jackson? What's his What's his name? Isn't that, isn't that his last name? His last yeah, name, Ty- yeah, something. Trace Yeah, yeah, that, yeah I can't You're remember his first the name. Tr- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think his first name is the. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, like they have looked so good. I think they are going to be tuned up for this, I think they're going to roll through this first game pretty well.
1: Well, I haven't – well, let me say this. When I was looking at my bracket prior to this conversation, I thought I hadn't made a pick that didn't make much sense yet, and you got to have at least one of those fires. Now, as we've done this, I found out I've had like seven. But prior to this, I thought I didn't have any. Uh, and, And, you know, I think Indiana, just like you said, when they come out on, you know, they can beat Purdue. And, and do it handily. Show that they are a superior team to Purdue, and then turn right around and look like a team that somebody put the lid on the basket uh, before the game started, and they don't have a chance of of not only hitting a shot, but but running a, a succinct enough offense to get a clear shot. Uh, and so that that concerns me a little bit. And, and all the hype of the tournament can affect people in different ways and teams in different ways. So I'm going Kent State in this
2: one. Hmm. Interesting pick.
1: <laughs> like I said, I, I thought I didn't have any other flyers, so I would take this one. But I'm going to stick with oh. it. So,
0: <laughs> Darren, I'm going to go with Rusty on this one, Indiana.
1: <laughs> well, I can't. I can't wait to talk about it next week when I'm right. But anyway, <laughs>
0: <laughs> our next game is the fifth seeded Iowa State Cyclones taking on one of the play in winners. Uh, which one is it, State, Mississippi State
1: Pitt? Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: And we all picked Mississippi state, I believe. Yeah. So, um, Darren, who you got in this one?
1: I'm going to continue on that train. I'm, I'm hopping on the boat with the pirates and I think they're a play in team, uh, that's going to continue to build some momentum. They are a little bit of a streaky team and getting that first win under their belt can, can create that momentum for them. I, Iowa State is a strong team. They've played in the Big Twelve, so that scares me. But I think you know that little bit of that that uh, debate between rust versus you know momentum. One team's already got a game under their belt, so they're a little bit more fluid. They've got the jitters out. I think that is the case with this game, and I think Mississippi State wins.
2: I'm right there with you.
0: Go dogs! Go dogs! All right. Well. I'll follow you, fellas. (laughs) I hope that's not the kiss of death. (laughs) Now now I'm afraid of my pick. I don't know. No, I said I'd follow you on this one, Darren. I'm not following you on the Kent State pick. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, third-seeded Xavier uh, taking on 14th-seeded Kennesaw State. And uh, we'll defer to you, Darren, and then we'll go to – the Villanova guy to talk about another Big East team. Uh,
1: I'll let Rusty tell you all the reasons why, but to me, this one's an obvious one. I think Xavier wins this one handily.
2: And, you know, with teams like Xavier, Creighton, um, Butler, you know, Butler's not in there, but, but, with teams like these, it really makes me question the Big East moniker sometimes, but (laughs) like all these teams are in the, the big Midwest, but uh, that just doesn't sound the same, I guess. But uh, mm-hmm. you know Xavier, uh, <laughs> they are—they're tough. Um, they've got uh, what uh, Sean Miller as their coach. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going Xavier. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Xavier. Uh, I think that's it's is It's not even going to be close. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's move on down to uh, seventh seeded Texas A&M against tenth seeded Penn State. And Rusty, who you got in this one?
2: I'm going Texas A&M. You know they, uh, yeah. I've only watched them just a very little bit, um, but uh, I've seen them play some pretty good basketball. Um, I just think they're gonna. I think they're gonna find a way to beat Penn State. Uh, I don't know that Penn State can 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 match up with them very well. Mm-hmm.
1: No, no, I, I agree completely. I, I heard, I think it was on the SEC network. I heard a broadcaster say AM's defense is so stiff and so mm-hmm. aggressive that they basically start to guard you when you get off the bus. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think Penn State has faced anything like that this year. Yeah. I, I think, and, and I, this is another team that I think is misseated. I, I think a Deserved a higher pick, but just like we talked about before, I don't want to be a five, especially not in in this Midwest bracket. So they're probably happy with the seven, and, and I think they put it on Penn State pretty good.
0: Yeah, when I look at these two teams and and I look at the coaches, um, you got on one side Jimbo Fisher on the other side James Franklin. Both of them don't <laughs> seem to show up in big games, so I, I, I'm not sure who to pick here. Um, you know, SEC Big Ten. <laughs> But <laughs> all joking aside, I-, I think AM is hot right now. Uh, they've got momentum. Your 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 mo guy, Three Stooges, Darren. Uh, <laughs> that Bruce Pearl is taking notes on. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Aggies uh, pulling out a victory here, and that takes us down to our last game in the Midwest bracket, and that's the second seeded Texas Longhorns against 15th seeded Colgate. Uh, Darren, who you got here? Uh,
1: as incredible as it's been Texas has had every excuse in the world to collapse uh, throughout the process of this season and, and has seemed to have taken that adversity and say, let us show you what we can do. Uh, I think their players have risen to the the challenge. I think the interim coach has risen to the challenge and has stated his case to have that interim title removed. Uh, even though there's some argument there but e- either way, but, but, Regardless, I I think this Texas team is a strong team and and they win this game.
2: I agree with you. Texas has impressed me Mm -hmm. um, with the way that they played. I mean, even the first two or three games after their leaders' uh, unceremonious ousting, like just – all like like y'all talked about at the beginning. All that that went they went through, and yet they still came out and found ways to win their games. Like they are made of something. Yeah. Uh, and I think they, you know, obviously, they're. I think they're going to beat Colgate really easily. And and I really I feel bad for Texas A and M who faces them in the
0: second round. Yeah, Texas. Uh, let's go down to our, our West bracket, our region. And we have a number one seed of Kansas against 16th seeded Howard Rusty.
2: You know, as happy as
0: I am for Bill
2: Self, that he's healthy and that's, man, that is wonderful. And, and honestly, like good for him that he went in, whatever took him into the hospital, he got checked out. He got the treatment that he needed. Uh, that is really, really important. Um, I'm not a big fan of Bill Self, the basketball coach. Last year's Final Four game, notwithstanding, it's interesting what basketball coaches and players are able to get away with and still participate in in the sport, seemingly with no questions asked. All that being said, Bill Self there, Bill Self not there. Uh, Kansas is going to win this game really easily.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, Kansas, I, it's that
1: simple. Yeah.
2: yeah. Kansas.
0: We got a good one. Uh, eighth eighth-seeded Arkansas against ninth-seeded Illinois. Darren, who are you like in this one? Everything in me
1: does not want to pick Arkansas because there was a game against Vanderbilt this season that I will not let go of easily. <laughs> I did not like what was done. I did not like the way Tyler Black acted on the court and I do not let that go easily. That being said, I have to preserve my bracket, so I think they get lucky against Illinois, and it's nothing but luck, but Arkansas wins. <laughs> there, I said my piece. I already feel better, truthfully. I feel a little bit better.
2: <laughs> you know, I, I, Arkansas Arkansas, and Illinois, both from what I have seen, I may be misremembering, but, but from what I've seen from both teams, they both seem to be kind of – Streaky,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and uh, I'm I'm picking Arkansas to to hit their streak
0: here to 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 come out and win this game. I enjoy watching uh, Bill Musselman coach. No, is it Eric? Eric Musselman. Yeah. Eric Musselman coach. Ralph. Ralph yeah. Musselman. <laughs> or is it Calvin?
1: <laughs> it's
0: Calvin Musselman. That's his brother. That's. <laughs> I like watching the Eric Musselman <laughs> coach the Arkansas Razorbacks. I hope they win uh, just for that fact alone. Uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with the Razorbacks here. Uh, let's move down to fifth seeded St. Mary's host uh, hosting, uh, going up against 12th seeded Virginia Commonwealth. And uh, Rusty, what do, you, what do you got here?
2: as much as I want to root for St. Mary's in the regular season, because I just wish they would win their conference and their conference tournament. Yeah. Um, VCU, the games that I've seen them play this year, they look tough. Uh, I know St. Mary's is good. I think VCU is good enough to beat them in this game.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I will go the opposite direction. I think St. Mary's is, is having a better year than even typical for them. I think there was some real conversation, ended up being in vain, <laughs> but there was some real conversation that they this might be the year that they really um, stand more toe-to-toe with Gonzaga and, and maybe pull out that, that championship. I think this could go either way, but, but I, I think St. Mary's wins this one.
0: Yeah, a, a, as a person of faith – I find it hard to pick against any team that has Saint and Mary in the name. So, at least in the first round, I, don't my, my, I guess, um, never mind. Let's move on.
2: Uh, I do remember, though, you did pick Kentucky over Providence. Uh, I
0: know, the <laughs> Friars. It's like one of my favorite mascots. I love the Friars. Yay, Friars.
1: Have a safe trip home, Friars. That's what you
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go down to four-seeded UConn against 13-seeded Iona. We have a, a matchup of some interesting coaches. You have uh, uh, Dan Hurley, right, the, mm-hmm. the coach at UConn. Comes Mm -hmm. from a great coaching tree. One of Rusty's favorites, and Rick Pitino (laughs) from Iona. Well, Darren, you just did the segue, so Rusty, take it. Who you got here?
2: Man, do I dislike. (laughs) dislike Uh, But you know, except for except for Marquette, I think UConn's the second best team in the Big East. They have been. Man, they are tough, and uh, you know whatever whatever that coach is doing. I don't even want to say his name. Whatever that coach is doing, you know he's doing a good job. Uh, even when he gets thrown out of games, they still find a way to win. But golly, UConn is a that that was one game that that I had circled on our calendar this year that I didn't want to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to watch that game because man, UConn's just good. And I'm picking them uh, over Rick Pitino's last game at Iona. Um, uh, I'm, picking, I'm picking UConn to win this game pretty easily.
1: I, uh, I agree that UConn um, wins this game. Uh, I agree that it's Rick Pitino's last game at Iona. And I do think that it will be a precursor that UConn faces Rick Pitino coaching someone
0: in the Big East next year I think that I think
1: that's where he's headed but but Yukon wins this game
0: I remember the days of Rick Patino coaching at Providence and the job the job he did at Kentucky mm-hmm. and unfortunately his career went off the rails some some serious personal issues yep that surface. Uh, I still think Patino is a great coach mm-hmm. that I think is going to keep Iona in the game but I think at the end of the day um, Connecticut and I mean, how how are you gonna pick against Gino Ariema? You know? You know so. <laughs> He's built a dynasty, really. I mean. <laughs> no, imagine the pressure on the Kentucky or the Connecticut men's basketball team. Yeah. Do you really want to go home before the women do in the tournament? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, let's go down to um, TCU playing uh, one of our play in winners. Arizona State, Nevada. All right, so who who we got in this game, fellas? Rusty, you want to start? Sure,
2: um, I, I'm going to pick. You know, you're going to you're going to pull throw down the faith card. I'll throw the faith card down. I'll pick TCU, uh, <laughs> and also, also the uh, the geographically um, close mm-hmm. uh, TCU over. I had Arizona State playing them, so I think TCU can pull this game out.
1: I think TCU brings a speed to the game that a lot of the teams they're going to face in the tournament, well, especially Arizona State, specifically Mm -hmm. in this game, that they have not seen. And I think that will be too much trouble for them to overcome. And I think TCU beats Arizona State.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go with TCU. Uh, Jamie Dixon is an outstanding coach. Absolutely. uh, a lot of my picks revolve around who is coaching the team. And, and I like what Jamie Dixon has done at TCU. Uh, I, I'm going with the Horned Frogs uh, with a win here. Let's go down to uh, third seeded Gonzaga against 14th seeded Grand Canyon, which I believe is coached by Luke Walton. Grand Canyon? I believe so. I thought they were coached by uh, You're Bryce Drew. Me. You're just, oh, Bryce Drew. Yeah. Whoa. You're killing me, man. (laughs) Bryce Drew, Luke Walton—they both played basketball, right? Yeah, college basketball. Their dads were both. Was Bill Walton ever coach?
1: I know. I can't see that happening.
2: I'd be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's one of the most entertaining color men on TV. Absolutely, yeah, he is. Now he might
1: he might not talk about the game the whole time. You, you may end up talking about a stone in Arizona, but nonetheless, it's gonna be entertaining.
0: <laughs> it's Bryce Drew and Darren, you know that because he was at he was at Vanderbilt. Oh yes, he had a great tenure at Vanderbilt. I think he won one SEC
1: game in three years. Yeah, he had a
0: great
2: tenure.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, Darren. There's gonna there's a lot of editing that's gonna have to be done here. <laughs>
1: Well, since it is Bryce Drew, I'll kick this one off. I think Gonzaga beats the Grand Canyon fighting Bryce Drews, and there's just not a whole lot that they can do about it. Gonzaga wins.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm picking with my heart on this one. I'm going Grand Canyon. (laughs) I I love the – on social media, you see Gonzaga fans um, uh, bragging about how good their team is every single year. And Absolutely. then in the comments, somebody always throws down. Yeah, put that up there with your national championship trophies. Then yeah. <laughs> I'm going yeah. with the, uh,
0: you know, I'm going Grand Canyon. I Understand completely. You know, don't, don't don't antagonize them too much, Rusty. They'll do. They'll pull a UCF and go ahead and put up a national championship banner. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to go with Gonzaga here. Uh, I, I think I think they got um, just too much for Grand Canyon. Uh, let's go down to 7th-seeded Northwestern uh, against 10th-seeded Boise State and uh, Darren, who you like here? I'm going to go with Boise
1: State. Uh, they're in the tournament back-to-back years for uh, the second time in school wow. history, uh, but they've had a pretty good run. I think Northwestern did not have as strong of a run. They kind of kind of snuck in a little bit even as a seven seed I just don't think they're a very strong stream strong team and Boise State pulls
2: this upset you know I think both teams and Darren you know it feel free to agree with me <laughs> I think Both teams here in this in this game could be beaten by one of two pretty well-known schools that start with a V.
1: That that were snubbed. I, yes, I think you may be right. I think you're right. Yes, I agree completely.
2: <laughs> but I'm I'm going to go with Northwestern on this one. Uh, I think they've had a little bit better, possibly a little bit better competition, and I'm so I'm going to stick with them. I'm going to pick them to go
0: forward. Yeah, I'm going to go with Northwestern. And that takes us to the final game uh, in this region, and that's uh, the second seeded UCLA Bruins against the 15th seeded UNC Asheville. And uh, Rusty, who do you like? I, I
2: mean, really, I'm really. i UCLA. I don't know that they're going to have much of a problem here no. with UNC Asheville. I'm not sure that they would have a big problem with UNC, to be honest. <laughs> um, but, but to be play one of the uh, one of the secondary UNCs, I'm not sure that's going to be a big deal.
1: Yeah, I agree completely. I think this is all UCLA in a pretty big
0: way.
2: Well,
0: let's move on to our second round. The the round of 32. And we're going to start again in the South region. Now, uh, all of us picked Alabama to advance to this round. Uh, Darren and I picked West Virginia. Rusty picked Maryland. So let's let's talk about who advances here. Is, is Alabama keep going, or do we have an upset in the second round? Uh, Rusty, what do you think? I don't want to shoot my mouth off, but I'm going to take Alabama in this game. <laughs> I don't even want to try to follow that, so I'm just going to say Alabama. (laughs) Some years I'd pick Bob Huggins, but yeah, Alabama. So that takes us down to um, we had another split. I think we all picked Virginia, didn't we? Mm -hmm. Yes. And uh, Darren, you picked San Diego State, and Rusty and I picked Charleston. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Upset here, or does Virginia move on?
2: I'm picking Virginia. I think Virginia is going to handle
0: up here. Second round, they're going to be ready.
1: Uh, I'm going San Diego State. I think they pull the upset.
0: Wow. Okay. That takes us down to a second round matchup against Creighton and Baylor. Rusty, who advances?
2: Uh, Creighton all the way. They got they got Baylor in this
0: game.
1: This is where the real Baylor shows up. I, I agree completely. I think Creighton. I think Creighton wins this one. All
0: right, I agree with you guys, Creighton. And then we had some uh, differing opinions on Missouri and uh, Utah State. Uh, we all picked Arizona to advance. Uh, does Arizona keep going?
2: Yeah, Arizona is going to roll.
1: Yeah, agree completely. I have Arizona as well.
0: All right, moving down to, uh, to the East Region. We all picked Purdue to make it to the uh, second round and Rusty and I picked Memphis. Darren, you picked Florida Atlantic. No, no, no. I picked Memphis too. Oh, uh, Ru- Did you pick Florida Atlantic? No, I picked Rusty's. Memphis. Oh, we all picked Memphis. Okay. Yeah. All right. So what do you guys see here?
1: Well, you know, uh, last year Purdue got upset uh, by um, St. Peter's in the sweet 16. Uh, I don't think they'll stick around to, be upset in the sweet 16 i think memphis takes care of purdue i think they pull a pretty major upset and beat and 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 pull out this win over purdue
2: that would be a big upset for sure i think I'm, i'm gonna pick purdue um you know they've had some low games but especially past what five weeks or so four or five weeks but i think they're gonna i think they're gonna be ready for this one i think they they go forward
0: I'm going to go with Memphis. I'm, I'm, Darren, I'm following you here, man. Oh,
1: goodness. It it would be,
0: it'd be a huge upset, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to put my heart out there, go with Memphis. How about, uh, Duke and Tennessee or Rusty? You actually picked Oral Roberts (laughs) to beat Duke. Uh, is Tennessee going on to the next round or what do you guys think?
2: Yeah, I think Tennessee's going to go on. I don't know that Oral Roberts has two games in them. Maybe they start a, uh, Maybe they, like Darren, I think you said they're going to start a a, a little streak here. Yep. I, I'm not sure that they've got that in them, but we'll see. But I, I'm picking Tennessee.
1: I think Tennessee has been very, very unpredictable. Uh, Rick Barnes has a, a career record of 25 and 25. So he's 50 50 in the tournament. And I think we see that here. I think Tennessee loses.
0: Mm. I'm going to go with Tennessee to see a Tennessee Memphis matchup. Whew, that'll be a fun game if that happens. How about Kentucky-Kansas State? I can't pick that game because I picked Providence to play. How about about Kansas (laughs) State-Providence?
2: And I I think Providence is going to handle up Kansas State as well. Um, I I think Providence is good enough that they can can beat Kansas State. Uh,
1: Even though it's a different team, I do agree with the Kentucky Mm -hmm. loss. I think Kansas State wins this game. I heard someone say on a podcast uh, that they observed some things that they found to be very interesting in the tunnel uh, prior to the Kentucky game, and they think that he is having trouble motivating the Calipari is having trouble motivating this team, and I think it'll show up in the second round. I think K State wins this game.
0: I'm going to go with Kentucky. Uh, Oscar Toshiwe, his legacy is on the line. Um, I think they advance. Uh, how about Michigan State and Marquette? Well,
1: I went USC Marquette, but I don't think it matters because Marquette's going to be whoever it is from my perspective. So I I have Marquette winning this one.
0: Yeah, totally. Marquette's going to go. Yeah, Marquette, I'm with you guys. Let's go over to our Midwest uh, region uh, where we have uh, Houston taking on. We had some split here. Did we all pick Auburn? I got Auburn. I had Iowa. Okay. Does Houston advance or do we have an upset here? Uh, what do you think, Rusty?
2: Uh, I think Houston advances. Yeah, I don't know that Auburn's good enough to to win twice. I think Houston's going to advance.
1: And I don't know that Iowa's good enough to win twice, so I think Houston's going to advance.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. The, the Cougars are moving on to the next round. Now, the next pick, we had some differences. Uh, we had some pick Miami, some pick Drake. We had some pick Indiana, some pick Kent State. So this is kind of all confusing. So, whoever you picked in the second round <laughs> who advances to play Houston Darren I, I'm I'm still riding
1: with the Drake I like the Drake <laughs> so.
0: Rusty. I'm gonna go with the Indiana I think they're gonna come up to play Houston yeah I'm gonna go with the Hoosiers as well and that takes us down to um we had we all had Xavier going yes and we all had Mississippi state going so yes so who wins this one
2: I think Xavier is just – as much as I want to say Mississippi State is going to go forward, I think Xavier's going to be too tough. They are – they're a tough team. Uh, and I'm not sure that Mississippi State has enough in them is, is is strong enough to, to go forward with three wins at this point.
0: I think it's perfectly said. Uh, Xavier. Yeah, Xavier. Make it three. How about this one? Uh, we have – Texas A&M facing Texas. What a huge game in the second round. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darren, or Rusty, let's go with you first, Rusty. Who wins this? I think Texas, you know, as,
2: as, as much of a rivalry as this is and will be even more so uh, in the next couple of years, right, uh, with yep. Texas moving to the SEC, um, mm-hmm. I think Texas is going to win this game.
1: I, I agree. I think A&M is going to make a strong presence. I think it's going to be a fun game to watch, but I think Texas wins.
0: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm right with you guys. We're agreeing a lot. <laughs> yeah, we really
1: have. Second round, is really taking a turn.
0: <laughs> well, let's go down to the West where we all had Kansas advancing, and I believe we all had Arkansas advancing. Mm-hmm. So Kansas, Arkansas – uh, Darren, who 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 moves on? It is with great pride that I say Kansas sits
1: down Tyler Black and the Arkansas Razorbacks have a safe trip home, Razorbacks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, who, who did you pick then? Kansas, I who think Kansas. Kansas to yeah, sit yeah. down the Razorbacks. Yes, yes. It? Okay, <laughs> you're too you're too quick for me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked Kansas again. Uh, I, I'm picking with my brain, not my heart. But, yeah, I'm picking Kansas.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you guys again, Kansas. <laughs> Something in the water, I guess. Yeah. So we had um, some different opinions on St. Mary's and VCU. Rusty, you picked VCU. <laughs> I think Darren and I picked St. Mary's. We all picked Connecticut to advance. So who moves on to face Kansas? Rusty?
2: I think Dan Hurley will be ejected from this game, which <laughs> is a it's a definite plus for the UConn players. When he's sitting up in the crowd, the UConn players, just something overcomes them, and they will win this game.
1: I, on the other hand, can't tell you why, but I just kind of got this little bit of a gut about St. Mary's. Mm. I, I think they I think they take this win over UConn in, in advance.
0: Mm. I grew up loving the Big East, uh, and so I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out and say uh, Connecticut moves on. We all picked TCU to move on. Uh, two of us picked to play Gonzaga, and uh, Rusty, you picked Grand Canyon. Uh, so who who moves on? Does TCU keep going forward, or do we have an upset here?
2: Yeah, I don't know that Grand Canyon can win two games in a row. So I'm gonna pick TCU <laughs> TCU to win this game. <laughs>
1: And, and I will say, even though I picked uh, Gonzaga, uh, I agree. Uh, from my experience with Bryce Drew, he has never won two games in a row, uh, at, at least not
0: Vanderbilt. <laughs> uh, but I think Gonzaga beats TCU. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And, and so that takes us to a second-round matchup. We had some differences on Northwestern, Boise State, but we all had UCLA going. Does anybody beat UCLA in the second round? No. 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 So, we've got some great matchups heading into the Sweet 16. And next week, we will make our Sweet 16 Elite Eight picks. Are we doing the final four as well?
1: I think we just did, uh, I think we'll just do Sweet 16 and Elite Eight because those two rounds will
0: take place. This has been fun, (laughs) fellas. Um, Hey, but you know what? If you're listening, we want you to join in on the fun. We want you to participate. And there's a link to our bracket challenge. And Darren, why don't you tell everybody how to connect to that?
1: But it will be on the bottom of the show notes. If you just click on uh, more uh, at the bottom uh, of the show description, no matter what uh, podcast platform you listen on, it will uh, the link will be there. It'll also be at the top of our uh, we'll do it in a pinned tweet uh, on our Twitter. And it'll also be on a link tree. So there's all of those there. You, you can get it anywhere. Super fun last year. Excited about people joining in with us this year.
0: Yeah, this is a great time of year Love Absolutely. March Madness Absolutely and, and and one thing that helps make it even better Is the Villanova guy joining right. us on the podcast So, <laughs> Rusty, we're so glad you came back And will you come back next week Keep making picks with us
2: I'll do my best I mean, since I'm brought to you by uh, the uh, Ice Pop Koozie <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't say No well thanks for listening to another episode remember new episodes drop every tuesday at six in the morning you don't have to get up and listen at six you can listen whenever you want on whatever podcast platform that you choose to listen to we appreciate you so much for listening and until next week y'all take care have a great week see ya. thank you for making the brew and shaver sports podcast your go-to sports show be sure to subscribe rate And review our show if you haven't already. Your feedback is so important. Let us know what you think about this week's show. Send an email to brewandshavers at gmail.com or a text to our text line 318-390-3599. We look forward to hearing from you. Thank you again for listening to the Brew and Shavers Sports Podcast. See you next week.